When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? I'm the Celtic Warrior, Seamus. Wardlow here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. I would never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Welcome to the Die Bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one. Again! Thank you, Marv, on a lovely introduction to the fifth annual first ever Boozy Awards. With me today, boom, we got them all. We got Bishop, we got Clump. What's up, guys? Hey, dude. Up, dude. I, um... Normally wear a ref shirt, right? And then on the boozies, traditionally I wear the blue with the black bow tie. But this was the year Andy Kaufman went into the Hall of Fame. That's never going to happen again because he's already in. So I'm wearing my Andy Kaufman WWE Hall of Fame shirt. Damaged and all. Because, I mean, that was huge for me. This this past Hall of Fame was uh, one of my favorites just from class alone with Andy Kaufman and uh, Tim White going in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wanted to commemorate that uh, just a little bit. How you guys doing? Let's. Uh, what's in your What's in your glass, Bishop? Let's start there. Uh, because the seasons are winding down, I'd figure I'd have a little holiday punch ooze juice. Santa Claus. He calls holiday it ooze juice. No. Oh, because <laughs> wouldn't that be fucking sick, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Remember what was it? Jimmy for a second was saying ooze with the juice. Yes. That was pretty good. Clump, what's um, what's in your mouth? Uh, right now I'm having a Forrester cigar. Forrester. Yeah. I don't think I know that one. It's okay. It's all right. It looks nice. It looks like a like pretty aged Maduro from what I can tell. Like it looks... Yeah. It kind of looks almost yeah. like a Liga kind of color shade to it. So It has that flavor to it too. Oh, that's fucking cool. Those things are aged for a year before they ship. Yeah, no, this thing, I got it. I wanted they recommended it. it. Was actually really reasonable. It was only like six bucks for a stick. Fuck yeah, dude! And it's really good. I love a good deal. Love a good deal. What's uh, what's in your glass? What are you drinking today? Uh, I have two things. I got coffee, and then I got a Boddington Pub Hale. Oh, Boddington's a good one. English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you sending me stuff? Okay. I'm having because, like, uh, like the old bishop said, Justin Time saying cheers to my friends. We're your drinking buddies, Justin. Fuck, we don't use friends around here. It's like calling pro wrestlers sports entertainers. We've branded it. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I like he calls us his the friend. Nicest, the I'm nicest like, guy son on of a bitch. <laughs> the nicest guy on Twitter gets kicked in the nuts every time he shows up. <laughs> Hello, my friends. Shut up. <laughs> he signs up, Donnie. Stepping on rakes. Every time he comes in here, he steps on a rake. It's just turn yeah. around, rake. Turn around, rake. <laughs> Yeah. Happy holidays, just in time. Uh, what I'm having, because uh, like you said, the holidays are winding down a little bit. And uh, if you remember, I was talking some mad shit uh, about the Romero instance that I had with the Bret Hart rum. Came all damaged and weird and fucked up. Well, we ended up emailing them just saying, hey, uh, shit came super damaged and we can't find the card. Like, what's going on here? And they responded with, my bad. We'll send you another one. No. Then that was it. They just sent us another one it came from new york instead of from canada uh it was it came with the card they also sent the other card so we ended up with two cards nice uh and they said yeah keep it they said keep the change you filthy animal and nice. uh so i'm having romero dark rum in our holiday nog with a little almond whipped cream on top a little nutmeg sprinkle so you know the dark rum with the eggnog is really good right this is holiday nog so it's almond based the sugar, you know, uh, it's fucking good, man. The way that this rum mixes with the nog, badass. I can't wait to have it in other things. I'll put, I'll put Brett's rum up, up in all my things. Cheers. <sighs> Just time says, oh, so it's the same thing, just different terminology. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a difference. <laughs> no. <laughs> My uh my my nog recipe is uh is dark rum and vanilla vodka. That's what that's what does the the martini num numness. Yeah. 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 Four parts. Yo, four this parts Romero dark rum nog. is looking great. Yeah. Yeah. Really surprising how good it is if I'm honest. So and then I mean for the two for one special, you can't beat the price, you know. Yeah. Oh. Unexpected. Yeah. Unexpected. We said, how do we ship the other one back? And it's like, we'd rather not go through this. <laughs> We've shipped it. Just leave it. Just let's be done. I was like, all right. Well, I'll drink both bottles. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it. Uh, how you guys doing? How was, how, was your, how was the holidays? You know, we're coming right up on New Year's, except depending on how I snip this. Maybe this will come up before New Year's. I don't know. Maybe it won't. Nice. Uh, Whatever. A little, uh, Santa came. That was dope. Yeah. 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 I, I hosted. That was weird. It is weird when you host. <laughs> yeah, I, I got told I'm hosting like a month before and I don't I didn't have holiday anything. Dude, don't worry about it. It's only holiday one. <laughs> yeah. No. Episode one, Christmas one. Yeah. Yeah. Where every holiday is your first. You know, like whatever, man. It's chill. Yeah. Are uh, you going to think super cool? Decent. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't want to share with the class. Nah, uh, hey, I'm I'm a I'm a kitchen guy. I got new frying pans. Dope. A recipe book. Dope. Where I put my own recipes in. So I'm cool nice. with it. Nice. Yeah, man. Who buys a recipe book that's blank, dude? Like, that's bullshit. No, that's uh, that's ever giving you work. That's bullshit. They are. They are. They are. And, you know I mean? and, and she has been been uh, punished for that but uh no nah, man when you got it when you got the kid man he's nine and he had an awesome christmas he had an awesome christmas that's what it's about you know hooking the kids up uh he uh 
Santa gave him Shredder's Revenge, the Ninja Turtles video game, Shredder's Revenge. We played it all day today. It's awesome. Does he have a Switch? Yeah. Dude, I saw on the Switch, maybe I'll send you a link if you haven't already seen it. There's a pack that you can get that has like every single Ninja Turtle game that's ever come out on every system. Oh, like yeah. The arcade, the yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. The Turtle Anthology or something like that. Yeah, it's a Cowabunga classic. I'm gonna yes. get it for the I'm gonna get it for my PS5. Yeah. I got him the uh that one for the Switch, because you know, yeah. leave him with that. But what's cool about the um the Shredder's Revenge is that it it plays like the arcade game anyway. So yeah, it's really dope. It's really dope. But yeah, I'm gonna get that for the PS5 for sure. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Uh, I only got a couple things this year, but they were pretty sick. I got this right here, Earl Hebner, the official story. I didn't even know he wrote a book, but apparently it was on pre-order. He wrote a book, and it showed up just in time, like a day before, signed by the head himself. Uh, pretty fucking cool, man. Uh, yeah, we, we posted even a picture of it cause we were excited and he responded right away. Like, Oh, now you get to know the whole truth. Uh, and it is cool. I've heard him in interviews kind of break down stuff, but I feel like that judging by the size of that chapter, this is going to go into some better detail. Oh yeah. Um, but <laughs> it was, funny. I, was I was just flipping through kind of a deal and I saw it get to screw job. And then all of a sudden at the top of the page, I saw it said, uh, WCW had just put Medusa on throwing the title in the trash, which created a tension here. Right, because they didn't want that to happen with their world title, right? They misspelled Medusa. They spelled it like the Greek mythology, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of funny because it's kind of it is interesting because it also came with the just incredible book, which was not ordered at the time. They just said, Here you go. Uh, but the name of the publisher is Walking on Hot Waffles. And their logo is a little foot on a waffle, which I thought Clump would like. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so it's a pretty small publishing company. And so I have a feeling that when they were doing some spell checks and stuff, they were like, that's not how you spell Medusa. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't get the impression they were like hardcore wrestling fans uh, and the editing side, which is also funny because you see the same thing in um, Brian Gewertz's book. Uh, when he wrote about wrestlers, they would misspell some of their names. When they did the audio book, the person mispronounced x-pac <laughs> like, it was just like you could tell you're like oh they've got non-wrestling people to be a part of this project and it shows yeah. so uh but it's cool dude i'm super excited it's fucking sick it's a huge book i read jimmy Corderas's and it was a lot of fun can't imagine it's gonna be any different and uh it was actually kind of neat i talked to charles robinson once and i'd asked him about like a rule thing and he goes i've always done it like this and i was like that's interesting earl hebner i said in an interview that he would do it this way. And he goes, well, then I would do it that way. He goes, <laughs> he goes, listen to Hebner, man. He knows what he's doing. Like, I was like, that's pretty cool. You know, like it wasn't one of those, like, Oh, take my word for it. It's always like, Oh, he said that Maybe I should change up what I'm doing. <laughs> like, well, done this wrong for 20 years. Okay. Right. <laughs> Damn it, Earl. You could have texted me. <laughs> um, but I'm excited, dude. Legend. Um, all right. Let's get that out of the way. Hey, hey, you know what we didn't do at the top? I'm going to do it right now. Cheers to Fans for a Sports Network for putting us on the air and uh, paying our bills, uh, you know, the little ones. Um, but I wanted to uh, just, you know, say happy holidays to everybody who's going on. Uh, let's talk real briefly about SmackDown. Uh, just because it had happened and then the Raw was a uh, 
a best of show, which I thought they did an okay job with. The interviews were kind of cool. I liked the interview with Seth, uh, where he was really talking some shit on punk. I thought that was pretty sick. Uh, SmackDown, I mean, a lot of stuff happened, but I would say like my two highlights from SmackDown that came out of it was that there was an appearance by Isla Dawn and, and Alba Fire, which although goofy and a little weird and they had the music playing and it didn't have to be that way, it is hopeful that the women's division tag participants are going to be getting a little bit more shine in this coming year, which which I'm excited about. Um, and then the other thing I, I thought was a big highlight that I thought was worth mentioning is they're giving some weight to the LA Knight AJ Styles story and including the tension between Randy Orton. My only bummer is that I have a feeling we're getting to a fatal four-way match. And the last thing I need is Roman Reigns stacking and smashing AJ, LA Knight, and Orton. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, right. hold the fucking phone. Like, I don't need him beating all three of them at once. So, um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, I hope that they stay away from the Fatal Four Ways because they're messy already. But with Roman, eh, it just feels rough, right? It feels like a way to maintain the title on him with, and then still build up. Well, like he didn't lose, or this person didn't lose to Roman. They just didn't beat him. Right, but it also feels like it also feels like the perfect opening for what Bishop and I and you were talking about last week, where Randy Orton could pin AJ for the win, get the title, and now Roman has a huge gripe because he wasn't pinned. Fuck yeah. you, dude, for ruining my streak. Fuck yeah. AJ for being coming in here and ruining the whole thing. And like we said before, Randy's the answer, dude. He's the only one who's not going to be hurt by not being Roman, and he's the only one who's going to be so believable that no one's going to scoff and say, "How could they do this?" You know, like I think you can keep stories going. And I think it's, it, for me, that's the move. That's what I would do. I would get the title off Roman and onto Orton. I'd like Randy to beat him, but if he's got to pin AJ or LA Knight to do it, I could see that being a thing. And then you can go on to have Randy Orton versus LA Knight versus AJ, you know, sick matches. But my fear is it's Roman fucking Reigns, dude. Yeah. Every time they give him a loophole where we can get out of it, they just double the fuck down on it. And my mm -hmm. fear is he's going to stack up Randy, AJ, LA Knight, pee all over them and pin them with his balls <laughs> on their face. You know what I mean? The tea with bag the mushroom victory. stamp. Yes. <laughs> You're going to have LA Knight with a big mushroom on his cheek. And people are going to be all like, ah, oh, damn, dude, he couldn't be Roman. Like, no. <laughs> nope. That's my fears. They do not back off this Roman thing for any reason. I don't. The one thing I've I've liked about WWE this past year, you know, with this seemingly change in creative, is that they haven't gone convoluted with matches, right? I was just thinking about it yes. with the year-end recap, right? Like, how many ladder matches did we have this year? You know, how many did fatal four ways did we have? That's what I mean. Like, it doesn't. It didn't feel like it, right? We, did we have any but, ladder matches in WWE main roster outside of Money in the Bank? I don't. I, I really don't think so. I can't I remember. Yeah, I know NXT did a couple. Um, but they're they're really good at doing that with the the North American title. But yeah, I don't. So like they haven't they haven't gone too crazy, you know. Like we didn't yeah. have TLC as a pay per view. Even Extreme Rules wasn't, you know, all over the place, right? So um, I don't think a Fatal Four Way is going to happen. They 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 don't really do triple threats. They you know so matches really haven't been convoluted, uh, you know, unless Charlotte shoehorned in there. Uh, so mm. I'm actually pretty hopeful about this triple threat match for the number one contender because I think it's going to come out with a clear winner and it's not going to be Randy and they're going to save Randy for WrestleMania and that's your out. I really like where this is going. 
I really like where this goes. The only thing that would give me pause about Roman actually losing the title is if Randy wins the match on Friday. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Taking the recycle out? Yeah, I guess recycling's going out. Uh, <laughs> stealthily, I'll just quietly take out. <laughs> Guess who got a drum set for Christmas? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that if, if I don't know that you wait for Randy till Mania because I think that, that Randy, I don't think Randy Roman is a Mania match. Not today. But I think Randy, Randy Cody. Cody is. Yes. But if you wait for Randy to get his match against Roman, what the fuck are you doing with that title? You know what I mean? That's why I mean I kind of feel like get to Rome, get to Randy now and get that title off Roman. However, I totally get we got we got things to break, we got records still holding. There's every reason that, and he, you know, people buy tickets to see him, they buy his merch, all that stuff, right? But for me, from where I'm at with where I feel about the bloodline, and like I said, the last couple of times they showed up, it felt very static. That it was like it feels like shake it the fuck up. You know what I mean? We've been well, doing business as usual for six months. I I think there's there's a, a few things in play, right? Like Roman's moment to lose the title is at Mania. He can't lose it anywhere else. That's why I think you you bring the Randy moment to Mania because the loss of the title at WrestleMania is what's important, not losing it anywhere else. I, I don't think that makes any sense to lose it anywhere else. I think the reason it makes sense to lose it somewhere else is because Roman losing is not as big as Cody winning. Yeah. Roman losing is big deal, but not if it's coach, not if it's Randy, because you're not making Randy the way you're making the next guy. Right. But if Cody beats Randy for the title, that's a bigger deal than Roman losing to Randy. Yeah. That's, that's the year after. That's the year after. I don't know if we can you stretch hold, you, Cody out of another year like that. If if Roman loses the title I don't think you can have at Randy for a year as a champ, no, but you can do other things and have Cody keep missing and then actually tell the fucking story because you still don't do that. Cody Cody lost zero clean matches this year. Okay, they're not telling a story of being able to get there. You know what I mean? So like, if Randy has the title and he's chasing after Randy and can't get to him, and there's obstacles in the way of getting to Randy then you want him to beat Randy the following year. But if he just wins the Rumble, then beats Randy, uh, what is that? That still doesn't tell a story. Dude, it's not about telling the story. It's about finishing the story. No one says tell the story on a T-shirt. They say finish the story. Right, yes. We all show up to watch the finish. I get it. Yeah. Some Some people like 30 seconds and then finish. Other people like, you know, a little bit more time and then finish. Dude, the reason but people Cody wanted to finish as soon as he showed up. And yeah, that's not dude. That's it's yeah. We're all waiting baseless. for Cody to finish on us. And here's it's, the deal. Stories have to be shorter. That's why TikToks have wait for the end on it, because they still know in 30 seconds you're probably scrolling away. Yeah. You know what I mean? They say wait no, for it. And you go, oh, should I wait for it? And then I usually don't. I scroll. 30 second finish. Waiting. You guys sound like my ex-wife. Mm. I'm excited for it. <laughs> you want the 30 second finish. Yes. Nobody uh, wants the 30 second. <laughs> I just think it gets real messy if we put, I don't, I mean, no one as good as they are. Roman and Randy is not 
Mania match, even if Randy wins, it's just a lesser than thing. Well, I tell you this, this the one thing that to everyone's point about it being tired of Roman, if Roman loses at Rumble, he doesn't have a spot at Mania. He doesn't have a match. He doesn't have a main event match, especially yeah. if you're going to put Cody for the title. And so, I agree. I think that Roman disappears for a year the second he loses yeah. that title. Yeah, so that's okay. That you, that's okay. Have him come back at Rumble. Holy shit. We haven't seen him since last year's Rumble when he lost the title. And now he's coming in at number 30. Oh, shit. Here we go. Yep. And Punk as the champion. Oh, he's got... Oh. Is he going to oh, finish? <laughs> I just, I give Roman the respect of having the Mania match. So, uh, but if he's fine with not being on Mania, then I'm fine with it too, you know? So Has I he just, had a hard time getting on Mania lately? Was he not been? What I'm saying is if he loses at Rumble, he doesn't have a Mania match. Nothing makes sense for, for him. The, the first wrestling. time in 10 years. That's fine. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Just with you, dude. Just saying. Trying to get him to we the read ones the right up. Read the sign. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's a bunch they're gonna, and probably it's gonna be Roman losing the mania, or I mean, I've even seen and heard uh, non ridiculous theories that potentially SummerSlam or Survivor Series, even or even right before that in Berlin, uh, with you know, oh, with Gunther. With Gunther, like you could do yeah. all that stuff, and all of it makes sense, and all of it could be very good. All I'm saying is, for my money, what I'd like to see, I'd like to see Randy take that title at this next Rumble. Go ahead and let Roman just be off for a bit, and come back in a year. You know what I mean? Like come back in a yeah. year and make a huge fucking splash and a huge fucking make a big fucking deal of it. And you know if you've got punk and he can stay healthy for over a year then you can tell plenty of stories before roman comes in and says i've been watching how good you're doing and i think i want to do to you what you did to me and make this real fucking difficult on you you know like i i think i'm ready to go ahead and knock you down a peg because i'm tired of you coming back for all that glory and stuff and I, i've been watching for a year of of these same people who listen to whatever you say that i had to fight up against i'm, I'm gonna pit you against them now you know what i mean like I'd like to see that, especially with a year of punk being relatively successful and healthy. Cause I imagine he will be whether I like it or not. You know what I mean? Did you see the clip oh, yeah, from the, the MSG match? No, I had no desire to see punk versus Dom. It's fine. I'm sure it was a good match because Dom's fucking great. And I, my understanding is Dom worked the crowd a lot to get the yeah. reactions we needed. The, the few clips I saw and I, I didn't give it time either. I mean, somebody posted the whole match online. Uh, but CM Punk looked noticeably in better shape mm -hmm. than he has. And uh, he took a 619 to the face like a quality porn star would. Nice. There you yeah. go. That, and uh, I know that there was, my favorite thing was the huge controversy online that the crowd chanted, you still got it to Punk. <laughs> and they were like, how could they do this? Oh, my God. He wrestled four months ago. Of course, he's still got it. He's been wrestling for fucking, how was it, two years in AEW? Like, not to this crowd. Yeah. And we know that. We know that WWE gets twice the viewership on any given show mm -hmm. in AEW, which means that there's at least half the crowd has not seen him wrestle. Yeah. Yep. That's it. To them, they're 
They they have no idea what AEW is. They don't care what AEW is. He's back wrestling. Yeah. And on top of that, he wasn't that good in AEW. So I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a number of people who saw him wrestle in AEW would be like, dude, he was rough. He was rough. And then they saw this and went, oh, shit. No, he's got it. And then they start chanting, you still got it. And maybe they're doing it ironically. It's a smart fan base out in New York. You know, they could have been doing it ironically. They could have been doing it for fun. All sorts of reasons why you could chant, you still got it. Because it's also the first time they have seen him in person in a fucking decade. You know, welcome back chance, I'm sure. Like, you know, like the fact that people were up in arms about it, hysterical to me. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink.